0: Okay, we're uh, we're recording. We're live. We're live. Live on the air. Welcome to the Casa Cast, guys. Um, this is Rhiannon speaking for the last time ever. It's the saddest day ever. No, I'm kidding. I promise. Oh, I'm kidding. Good. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? What? What if I just like quit on air? It's like <laughs> I hate it here. i want to quit. I don't. I love Casa so much. Um, today we're here with a special guest. Who is like one of my favorite Casa people? No, you're down at the bottom. I'm sorry.
1: That's, yep, yeah, to be
0: expected. So, we're gonna start out with a check in. We'll just jump right in. So, we'll do name, age, pronouns. And our check in question for today is Do you have any hidden talents? I can start. My name is Brianna. I use she or hers pronouns. I'm 18. And my hidden talent would be that it's like, I don't know if you would call it a hidden talent, but I'm, when I was when I was like 12 maybe, people would be like, you're scary good with kids. I was like, what does that mean? And they go, I don't know, you just speak their language. Like kids just like you. I was like, okay. And then I got a little older and then people would come up to me and be like, you're just so good with kids. And then old people like you too? what's up with that? And I feel like I'm bragging now, but like, <laughs> I mean, that's what a hidden talent is. I love bragging. That's my hidden talent. <laughs> no, bragging. I just, I really like kids. Um, And I was basically a babysitter from the ages of four to how old am I now? 18, so yeah. So you, you were go.
1: like youngest babysitter ever. Yeah, you can, pretty okay. much.
0: Guinness Book of World Records, you'll see my name.
1: Cool. The youngest babysitter ever. Um, so. All right, I'm Noah. I use he, him, his pronouns. I'm 24 and two thirds, as of the other day. So almost 25, uh, rent a car. Uh, and I thought you had to be
0: 26 to rent a car.
1: Is it? I hope it's 25. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but my hidden talent is way less useful than Rhiannon's. Um, I also, from a young, it also has to do with, so when I was young, I-, I like all
0: hidden talents started at a young age. Yeah, because they're
1: that. kind of, yeah, that's true, maybe. Um, but mine is that I can, Speak this language, quote unquote language, which is just which is ong ong language, which is just at, it's like literally just spelling out words using ong. But I'm do really it. good at do it. It, it. Do it. Do really it. Do it. Really fast. A girl
0: in my grade, a girl in my grade was able to do this, and I thought that it was the best thing ever. Well, tell, do so like, it. tell um, me what, what is it. I
1: don't. You'll, you'll hear. You'll tell hear me, it. You'll, tell it. you'll, me, you'll
0: tell me hear what it. you to say. Um, <laughs> Okay, we have, we have a, a poster for our listeners, we have a poster hanging up that says, sex education should be comprehensive, LGBTQ inclusive, and consent focused. Noah?
1: Okay, I'm gonna just say comprehensive, LGBTQ inclusive, consent focused, okay? Kongo mong pong rong i hong i nong song <laughs> i vong i long <laughs> gong bong tong quong i nong kong long yu song i vong i nong song i nong tong fong o kong Yu song i dong I love it. That's so funny. (laughs) I love it. So that's that's my hidden talent, and it's super useless. And my friends, I just do it because it cracks my friends up sometimes. I don't think it's useless.
0: (laughs) I think you could like start like it's almost like coding. It's like legit like coding. I love that. Yeah, that's so cool. It's
1: pretty simple, but thank you. I appreciate that. That's
2: so cool. That's great. I'm Jen Ref. And the uh, pronouns I use are she, her, and I'm older than both of you. <laughs> so I get a pass by mm-hmm. sharing my age. <laughs> and my hidden talent is hula hooping. Really? I am mm. very good at hula hooping. Um, and it's kind of become a family affair. My husband is actually very good at it. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> um, and my kids have gotten really good at it. I won a gold medal once on a cruise ship. I love oh it. my god! I did, so it's official. <laughs> yep, um, mm-hmm. I definitely am not as good as I was when I was your ages, though. But I still am pretty good at the hula hoop. I'm sure you. So will. I'm just gonna make a
0: plea to the <laughs> Olympic Committee, uh, since they're listening. No. Um, <laughs> let's get professional hula hooping in as an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm um so that we can get Jenreth in as the representative of the united states for <laughs> just saying or you could just go on like america's got talent probably not, probably not. you probably i think not. for that you would have to like do something while hulu or make yeah. it like a family
1: yeah. thing true sure. you know, yeah it would yeah. be cute yeah yeah
0: so let's jump right in i've said that twice now uh can you tell us a little bit about yourself like who sure. are you as a person
2: as a person. okay. Um, Are so you a person? I am a person. Okay. I grew up in Winthrop. Um, I grew up with a single mom, um, which back then, when I was young, there wasn't many of those, believe it or not. Mm. So um, I guess what I could tell you about myself is I was always a worker. I started working at a young age. Um, right out of high school, I started working with children and youth after kids only after school, I worked 23 years there. Um, loved my job, loved everything about it. Um, it was hard work, but it was wonderful. Um, I took a couple years off after my mom passed away. I wanted to focus a little bit on my own family because I was working quite a bit. So I did some consulting, um, Leanne from CASA approached me about joining the CASA board, which was amazing. Um, I got to learn about some really great stuff that you guys do, a lot of which I wasn't even aware. Um, so I was really excited to jump on board with that. With that came some ideas just from my background as far as like how could we get CASA some more support, um, especially financially because everything you offer to young people is of no cost. So, you know, I spoke with Leanne quite a bit about that. Um, shortly after that, um, she hired me to, as a consultant to put together what's now called the YouthWorks program. So during kind of the hardcore of the pandemic, we spent close to a year doing a lot of research, talking to other programs. Working with Winthrop Public Schools and the Winthrop Chamber of Commerce. And um, some ideas that I had from my history of employment, we put together the CASA Youth Works program, which started officially um, in the spring. We had a session with nine participants. This summer, we have five. One of the participants was me. Rhiannon was a star <laughs> participant. I was the only one that talked. She taught her, She helped quite a bit with the talking. Um, Rhiannon now is my assistant in the summer program, as her job shadow piece, which is great. Where I get to talk even more. You do, you help facilitate, which is amazing. Oh, it's great, guys. Um, <laughs> Love talking. And now, moving forward, we have a stronger partnership with the school, um, which is some exciting stuff. That i can't share just yet but maybe in a future podcast um, i also work for a mass School partnership which is a support group across the state for all after school not a school time programs so they help with um, professional development advocacy resources um, it's a very smart creative small group of people that um, make sure that we're all aware of what's out there for programs which is really cool super cool Um, so you're very involved with youth i am yeah it's always been my passion i think growing up um i didn't i was called a latchkey kid you familiar with that term i am so in my generation um there really wasn't like programs official after school programs so oftentimes you'd go home with the key to your house and you'd be alone i'd be in charge of my younger sister so i loved being able to provide opportunities for kids, youth, to have activities in place, um, places to go that were safe, you know? Speaking of youth and FKO, uh, they've just
0: arrived for um, bath time, not bath time, (laughs) bathroom time. (laughs) Uh, They go, I think, like once every hour. Yeah,
2: yeah, I remember. They're just
0: as loud every single time. Okay. And Um, uh, most of the time they don't wash their hands. Mm -hmm
2: so we, we love that they're me. just always loud um i have two sons um sunday and William. they're twins they just turned nine they're going into fourth grade uh, and then i'm married to a wonderful guy sunday he's a firefighter and an electrician I've been married and a comedian for 12 years he is a little humorous side
1: and a tra- a trainer Uh,
2: yeah yeah he loves um I've taken a CPR
0: first aid class (laughs) like three times he loves
2: teaching young people which is pretty cool yeah yeah
0: and he does it all in really like easy to learn ways yes like my first CPR class that wasn't with Sunday I feel like I just it it took so long and it didn't even really cover everything Mm -hmm. and it was like a five-hour class that just kind of said this is CPR. If you do it
2: wrong, it's your fault. Yeah. And I was no, like, oh, wow, that's terrifying. Friendly and personable and yeah. what's really important. Otherwise, you're not going to remember anything. Um,
0: me. Can you tell us a little bit more about the YouthWorks program?
2: Sure.
0: Like you said that there were nine participants in the first one, five this semester. Mm-hmm. What do they do? What do they participate in?
2: So um, this was kind of the pilot. This first and second session um, coming off of COVID, kind of still being in COVID was, we were trying to decide do we wait till September or do we roll it out? We didn't really want to wait anymore. We felt like it was a great opportunity to roll it out. So once a week um, is a training session, which is all soft skills, career readiness programming. Um, We use research-based curriculum from Junior Achievement um, and also one from the Mott Foundation so it's all believe it or not connected to the mass curriculum frameworks so it's a learning component which is great but it offers young people you know a way to be more mindful and aware of as a young person what you have to be aware of such as like cell phone etiquette how you communicate about yourself resume tips um practice with interviews and things that young people need but also um they might not kind of be aware of you know um so we do that once a week and then there's an optional um, job shadow piece that if interested will pair you up with the community in the town so say you want to be an art teacher we would reach out to an art teacher in the community and pair you up just so you kind of have some experience of what that really is like Um, Some of the youth have got an actual job, paid jobs from that, which is great. Um, It was a bit of a challenge getting some businesses to sign on just because of COVID stuff, which 100% makes sense, Mm -hmm. but um, the community itself has been really positive. Um, A lot of places said, start talking to me in August, September, I want to be part of this. Um, Betsy at the Chamber of Commerce has been wonderful, helping us build connections. She's the best. CASA itself had already had connections. Um, I've had quite a bit of connections just working in the community all the years um, myself. So the community has been great. So they get that, you get a certificate at the end that you participated, you can put on your resume. Um, I have my you get free CPR first aid certification, which mm-hmm. is great for your resume and just great to have all around anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you also get um, one-on-one support if you want. So some students didn't really need that, some really needed that. So, and also I found the small groups work best and a lot of stuff in the one-on-one work was a lot of people don't feel comfortable talking about or asking specifics. Mm -hmm. So being able to have that one-on-one like career counseling, I think was really helpful for some folks. So that's kind of where we're at. but we had a meeting with the superintendent last week about like making it bigger and moving forward and how the school can help with that as well so we're kind of excited to see what the next year brings
1: hmm. awesome. i love that yeah I'll, really also uh, i want to add not to like completely shift gears this doesn't completely shifting gears but jen is also like a grant writer for CASA and was a huge part of getting our youth leaders program up and running which last podcast uh, Rand and I talked about for a bit so
0: um
1: if you can't tell already Jen is is just a huge part of of CASA which is really great yeah
0: Jen is superwoman Leanne is superwoman and then I don't want to like tear you guys but leanne has black hair so she's super woman you're super girl because you have blonde hair okay, so you like you know the cw you show too,
2: right?
0: don't tell leanne <laughs> oh my god leanne i love you so
2: much oh my god <laughs> well thank you for that Noah. i i think casa has so much potential and it's almost like um this little like gem that people don't know enough about mm-hmm. you know and i think just working myself with all ages i always i felt like a lot of kids age out after elementary school or they get bored so what what do they need you know Mm -hmm. and i think high school even you know just because you're in high school and you're a young adult doesn't mean you don't need a program or a group of people or supports or a safe place and i think middle school especially is like one of those pieces that those kids need something even more oh yeah Mm -hmm. I remember
0: the summer between seventh and eighth grade I um I was starting to come to casa starting to come to like casa events but I was also so my brother arson had a soccer camp and so he was there like pretty much 24 7 like all the time at that soccer camp my parents were both at work and then I wasn't like young enough to go to any camps and i wasn't old enough to get a job Mm -hmm. so i was home all the time and i remember reading a lot and then i got bored of reading so i went to and i watched tv a lot and then i was bored of watching tv and so i just started baking and then my mom would come home and she'd be like "Rhiannon, what did you do to my kitchen Mm -hmm. and because like the tabletops would get stained with food coloring and there would be like cupcakes on the floor and i was oh my god i was such a messy child Um, and so I think that having this that like kind of gives kids guidance, Mm -hmm. like both the youth works program and the youth leaders program, and honestly just CASA in general, giving kids a place to go, because I had no place
2: to go. Yeah. And it's, it's really necessary. It is. I can relate to that. I had a wonderful Nana, but she worked um, at Winthrop Hospital for many years and so it was kind of me and my sister a lot and if there wasn't neighborhood kids whether they were at a camp or something vacation it was lonely sometimes mm. in middle school I had I remember some lonely summers you know and CASA is free which you know we've even talked briefly about do we charge a membership or something you know but the board and I think everyone in CASA really feels strongly that it should be free, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think moving forward, you know, writing for funding, doing some fundraisers, um, donations, like, I really think the focus should be around like building it up,
1: mm-hmm, totally. um,
2: you know, and we have such a great staff here. Noah's amazing, uh, the lead Thanks. staff, the regular staff. I mean, it's such a unique group of individuals and it's, about a lot of stuff that probably isn't addressed as much as it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, social emotional stuff has always been big. Um with COVID, it's bigger. Mm-hmm. With the recent tragedy in Winthrop, I think it's bigger. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's great all the really cool things that is talked about, you know, and it's a safe place for kids to talk about it, you know. Totally. And all the activities that you run and the stuff that you talk about um I've seen it myself you know you can see the kids like me they need that right um and when school's out how great is it that you just provided this leadership you know and I know middle school kids are tough I get that um but you know I think it when all is said and done at the end um you're gonna look back and be like wow like we taught all this stuff the kids went away with all this stuff like how great is that and It is. It's
0: amazing. I love it. You do so much. Literally everything. I mean, not literally everything, but like literally everything. (laughs) Guys, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. We have a puppy at home. I don't sleep. There's no sleep (laughs) ever. How do you deal with stress?
2: That's a good
0: question. Like Um... you have like 17 different jobs and you're a mom of twin boys Mm -hmm. like you have a one-year-old dog what's what's up
2: like (laughs) um so good question so when i was young i was terrible at stress um 10 years ago i lost my son which was a traumatic experience for me and i went to a therapist who explain to me like what happens to your brain when you're stressed and like what needs to happen to relieve stress so she got me into like the whole breathing and meditation and yoga and that honestly is what helps me the most and i also am a firm believer of you know when you think about stuff that stresses you out it's usually stuff that you're kind of blessed with so like i have twin boys and they're busy right but they're like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me they're fun i love them even work like work can be a lot sometimes but how great is it that i get to do this incredible stuff that i love and work with these amazing people um my husband's a fireman i worry about him all the time but how great is it that he has a wonderful job that he truly loves right so i think you have to really look at your life in perspective no matter what you're going through or how stressed you might be. I don't know. That's just kind of what's gotten me through.
1: Yeah. And that's,
2: it's, it's
1: good to, that's such an important reminder that the things that we can love and enjoy still can cause us stress. Mm -hmm. And furthermore, it's okay to be stressed about those things. Um,
2: oh man, Jen! <laughs> I have to set. Speaking of stress, I have to set my alarm to remind myself of like today. My kids are at um, a program, so I don't forget them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Forgetting them. So
2: set an alarm. <laughs> it's okay. I
0: won't tell them. I won't tell them.
1: <laughs> that's a good. That's a good idea. A I good know. mechanism to have in place. But yeah, like it's just it's just that it's like this. I also happen to really love the work that i'm doing at cost i really like my job which is really a new thing for me yes you're welcome and um (laughs) i but also it's it work is stressful and it's stressful Mm -hmm. and it's like it's important it's just so important to to have the have the routines and have the the things that you know can relieve some of that tension that builds up throughout you know the days and weeks
2: absolutely you just gotta bring yourself back for a second yeah yeah and you no, you've been doing great you started like really quick and summer's the busiest you yep. got thrown in with the whole new grant program yeah so that's awesome i can't wait to report about it yeah it's great yeah i think it's wonderful
1: me too thank you
2: so
0: do we want to wrap up i I've, I've i've exhausted all of my questions i mean except for the last one but I don't know if we want to do that one because it's it's my favorite question ever.
1: That can be our checkout question. A checka-
0: checkout question? Yeah. So our checkout question is generally something positive. I would like to just note a positive that one, I got a puppy this week. His name is Jack Jack. He's amazing and I call him monkey face because he sounds like a monkey all the time. <laughs> um, but I do also have an older dog. His name is Chester. He's 13. He's very jealous of the puppy because the puppy is young and gets a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And Chester's used to getting all of the attention. So, today in the studio, in the CASA offices with us, is Chester. Chester, do you want to say hi? He doesn't want to say
1: hi. You can hear his tip, tippy taps. <laughs> <coughs> don't,
0: oh, don't, don't sniff that a lot. It's fine. <laughs> so, do we want to do our checkout of what is the last book you read and enjoyed? i can start if we want to get to jen last
1: i think we've done this question so but that's okay. we have done it
0: we have we did it as like our check-in question oh, okay. last time i think okay but i finished a book since then so, so you want to share i do want to share. <laughs> okay go you go first and we'll think so i recently finished the book that i was reading last time called the man from the train by bill james and rachel mccarthy james uh and it's about like a late 1800s early 1900s serial killer and what's crazy is that they actually kind of solve the case in the end which i didn't think they would because it's oh. so old and like She's giving it away <laughs> okay i'm sorry <laughs> okay. spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> uh it's, this book has been out for like five years now more than five so if you haven't read it then it's your fault Um, (laughs) But I am currently reading a book that came out either this year or last year. It's called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Emmanuel Acho. And it's very comprehensive and at the same time easy to take in and digest. And the language used in it is very like buddy-buddy. Like it's like very, I'm talking to you as a friend. And it just, it's a good read and it's informative on top of it so mm. i really like it and i haven't even finished it yet mm. so mm.
1: nice mm. cool okay so so i last time i shared the last book i would finished i have not finished a book since then um, last time you I'll, said
0: like the moth right? it was a
1: moth book yeah so i'm currently reading a book pachinko which is really 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 good i'm like probably only about like a quarter of the way through it um but it's about a um korean family and mainly this korean girl and i think that eventually she she moves i think that like i haven't gotten yet to like the the climax um but i think that eventually there's it's kind of the story of, of immigration um mm-hmm. but it's really good and just really captivating and uh i unfortunately you know reading maybe i should do a better job of getting reading into my like post work cool down right now it's still mainly things that are screens um but if I can get a little more reading in um that would be good so I'll I'll keep I'll keep the podcast listeners in the loop about, about I
0: think, uh, honestly so I just got my license guys congrats. <laughs> sorry about that I just had to brag a little bit my least favorite thing about driving is I can't read while driving No, no
2: that would not. it wouldn't it. go
0: well I know and I know I could do audio books but like mm. the man from the train there was no audiobook for that mm. one and I was so disappointed. Mm. And so like Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man is a thin book with big words. And so like I don't need an audiobook for that one, but I love audiobooks and podcasts. And so I just I wanna read while I'm driving, but I can't. And I I don't. I don't R M V if you're listening. <laughs> I don't, I promise.
2: Uh all right, my turn. So i haven't really read for pleasure all that much i read so much for work mm-hmm. um that i just don't have the time but the last book i read was about um the patriots
1: the new england patriots <laughs> i'm a big football fan um you might
2: not have known that about me i'm actually taking my kids to their first game tonight I'm so pumped. The first preseason game tonight? No, yeah, no, it's preseason. Oh, okay. Oh, they think just it's think like it's game. football?
1: It's a game. Oh. That's all we need to yes. know.
2: Um, So I'm excited about that. But um, I do have a book that I'm going to start to read called The Killing Fields. Um, it's about Cambodia and everything they went through as mm. far as um, the genocide and being taken over. Uh, my um, husband and in-laws are from Cambodia. Mm. Um. So I've always wanted to read that book. I know there's a movie about it. I read that book. You did very recently. Oh, you did. Like at the start of the summer. Okay. And I
0: was I was going through a big like nonfiction. I want to yeah. know everything mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah. And I read it, and I I had to sit there for like a good yeah. twenty minutes when yeah. I finished it, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like I just I felt like my entire worldview had just shifted. Wow. Yeah.
2: So I I um appreciate their journey um to the country and their history and my mother-in-law has told me bits and pieces but i think sometimes it's difficult for her to talk about um but my son william did a really cool report at school right before um the shutdown like sharing and he had an interview and he interviewed my mother-in-law and i was reading it and i was like this is like really amazing so i feel like you know one i'm interested but I think it's important to really know people's stories, especially the people that are in your life. Hopefully I can get to that, maybe when the kids go back to school. Mm -hmm. And can I ask
0: one last question (laughs) before our time is up? You have a tattoo of Morse code on your wrist. I do. What does it mean? Um... (laughs) I don't
2: read Morse code. Is it funny? What is it? It's not, it's um, BFF. Um, and two of my friends have it I love oh, that that's god. so that's cute fine. Leanne is one of them oh my you know, god and Jess, I love it that's so cute I can't tell you because when I told my kids about it because I've always told them um you know you can't get a tattoo unless it's meaningful or beautiful or you know when you're older and the only other tattoos I really have have to do with my children so they kind of gave me a hard time about that one I don't know why but Hey, close it. friends are important. Uh, they are, well, totally. I have um, a group of friends we call each other Framley. Oh, Because there is 30 seconds left in this recording. Framly.
0: Framley. Okay, that's what we're calling this podcast, by Framly. the way. <laughs> um, bye, guys. Bye, this was an you. amazing podcast. Yeah, thank you, Jen. I love this. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for coming in, Jen. You're welcome. Bye, guys.